Yo, welcome to the Sample Podcast, the number one social dynamics podcast in the world. And for 2023, I'm mixing it up. For 2021, I had the podcast. 2022, we had so many different people come on. And, uh, you know, from people like Elliot Hulse, Sterling Cooper, Jason Capital, we had, uh, you know, Madison, we had Grant Lannan, we had David. So this season is going to be completely different. This time, I thought, you know what, how can we mix it up? We've had so much over the last uh, year. How can we mix it up? And today, what I'm going to be doing is from now on, going to be talking about specific topics that you guys like and how you actually can have practical advice when it comes to socializing, social skills, when it comes to dating, social life, when it comes to social circle building, networking. And that's what it is. So this one, we're going to be talking about specifically something that came to me recently was talking to someone and they were saying, I come out of the moment, Sam, when I'm talking to someone, I like them, I am attracted to them, and especially in a dating sense, but I consistently try to come up with something to say. I try to come up with the right things to say, the right questions. I try to be funny, I try to be witty, and the more I try, the worse it gets. The more I try to think of the right thing to say, the more I actually say the wrong thing. And I talked to him and asked him a few questions and realized a lot of the sticking point that came down to was becoming present to the moment in your conversations. Have you ever had a conversation where it just flowed perfectly? You, you didn't have to think of things to say, it just came out of your mouth, the person you were gelling with. Those conversations are usually the best. I love them, I know I've had plenty of them and you know I've tried to work out like what is that about that conversation that makes it so good? And I came up with a couple of things. And one of the big things was that you're becoming less present to the moment, the more you're trying to have a good conversation. So one of the rules that we talk about how to have a good conversation is that lower your expectations of a good conversation. How do we lower our expectations? How do we lower what a good conversation is? Because there are clearly some people that have the gift of the gap, the million dollar mouthpiece, and we know that they can talk and talk and talk and talk. I myself am probably one of them. You probably look up to me and go, Sam, you can just talk. And that comes with experience. That's number one. I'm not going to say that. I've been front, talking in front of cameras for a lot of years. I've been speaking for a lot of years. And I've been speaking more than probably you have. Okay? So the average person talks anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour per day. That's it. Around, I think it was like 6,000 words or something like that. So... If you want to get better, that's the first thing you increase. Start talking more and more and more. Start talking in front of a camera. Start talking anything. But if we want to get practical, how do we stay in the conversation? How do we stay super present? And what does that even mean? So those conversations when you're going back and forth and it feels as if time stands still or time is just super quick. You know those conversations where you've been talking to someone and you have a look, you know, whether you might have been in high school, you're talking to your first crush, and you have a look at the phone. I know back in my day it was a home phone, so you couldn't do this too much, but you know, you guys, and it'd been two, three, four, five hours on the phone, and you've just got heaps of stuff to say. Usually any anywhere at the time when you have a honeymoon period with someone, or you're chopping it up with your best friend on Call of Duty or something, and you've been playing for hours or talking for hours. That comes down to being present to the moment. When you're talking to your high school buddies or talking to your buddies or talking when you have a relationship with a girl that you're really interested in, your parents or someone you've known for a long time, you don't think of things to say. You're not racking your brain going, oh, 
my brother will love this if I ask this specific question or mum will even love me more if I say this. You don't think of those things. But when a beautiful, attractive girl is in front of you, it's like, what are the things to say? How do I say it? And I can understand and I sympathize with that because again, the more you try to come up with things to say, the more it actually gets worse and worse and worse, which is terrible. Oh my God, it's terrible. And you feel, you feel trapped. You feel like you can't do anything right. You're just like, oh, you feel like this tension. It's like as if like some monster has just come and just wrapped you and gone, yep, you are mine and you are not saying anything. And the more you try, nothing comes to your brain. You know you can talk, but nothing's coming there. That is a common thing. How do we fix that? The first book that I recommend everyone read is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. This book is pretty much fundamentally in learning how to stay present to the moment. What that means is staying in the now, staying where you're seeing someone, you're looking at them, and instead of worrying, okay, how does my body language look? Am I saying the right thing? Uh, you're reading their body language. Is this the right thing to say? Oh, I don't know. How is my voice? Instead of getting wrapped up in all of those micro nuances, you just are here. You're present. You're in the now, not thinking about the past, not thinking about the future, you are here, okay? Kind of like where I'm with you. If I start to think about, does this, you know, are you relating with this? Are you not? Is this the right word? Is this not? It feels incongruent. There's something wrong with it. And then you don't know what it is, but you can feel it. See, right now, before I started, I might have been a little bit racing because I had a lot of information to say, but now I feel a lot calmer and I feel a lot more here now. I feel like I'm just talking to you. And so after a while, when you talk with someone for a long time, you feel that. You feel calm. You feel like you can be yourself. There's a little bit more comfort built. But when we're meeting new people, how do we demonstrate that? And if that's not you, if you don't feel comfortable around anybody, that can be a big reason. You are either racing too far forward, thinking about the end goal. Is this the right thing to say? Will this get me, them to like me more? And we talk, that, we, talk, like, we talk about that about being outcome dependent, okay? So that's one of the biggest things. The reason why you do not stay here with the beautiful girl in front of you, with your buddies, you're thinking about something else. Usually with a girl, it's the outcome. You're thinking about the outcome. For a lot of guys, it's like, it could be, this could be my girlfriend. Oh my God, this could be my wife. Or what happens if this continues? This could be really great. This could be my first girlfriend. Or this could be a, a friends with benefits. Who knows? Oh my God, this is so exciting. And yes, I know it's exciting. And I know it's like liberating for you. But on the other hand, you're not here. You're not in this moment right now. You're seven dates away, 20 dates away, two years away, five years away. So if I was talking to you and I was thinking about something else, say if you were talking to me and I was like, yep, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 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 the shoes, yeah, no, cool. Huh, what'd you say? You would get annoyed by that. And basically you're doing that, you're ignoring the person in front of you energetically. You're somewhere else, not here. And so if you struggle with like active listening or actually being engaged with the other person, one of the things could be, you know, you, you're literally not hearing them. You're looking down on the ground. You struggle with eye contact. You're closed off to the other person. 
you're, you're thinking ahead or assuming different things rather than the thing you should be doing, which is actively listening, having a good conversation. So communication is broken up into multiple different levels. You've got your first level, which is like verbals. So me talking to you is like verbals, you talking to me. Then you've got another level, which would be sub-communication, which is you know, how your body language is presenting, you're listening, how you're demonstrating yourself, how you're sitting, are you comfortable, are you not? And then the third level is energy. So a lot of the time you might be still here and you might be still with the person, but energetically you're not here with the person. You're somewhere else. Or energetically you're trying to get all the things right so that the end goal comes to fruition, comes to pass, like you actually get the end goal. So you can think like, okay, well, you know, I know I have to say the right things and I know I have to say the right questions and hopefully she likes me. And then you get wrapped up in the validation because you're like, well, she's got to like me in order to, to you know, have a connection with me. Uh, that person's got to like me in order to do a business deal or I got to say the right things on the sales calls. And you get so wrapped up in the thing you're doing with the hidden intent, the agenda basically of getting the end goal that you miss the whole purpose of saying these things in the first place, right? So it's as if like you start to get a persona or you, you see something that works, like you say that opener or you say that line that works with someone, you know, something like along the lines of like, you know, something back in the day I would say is like, oh, I like your dress. I was going to wear the same just in orange. And I would say that and the girl would laugh, ha ha, that's so funny. And when I first said it, I didn't have any intention. I thought it was a funny line. And so when I would go and try it on a hundred other girls, the intention was, well, it worked this time. It's got to work now. And because she gave me a good response, these girls are going to give me good responses. And then I can segue to something else. So I'm thinking ahead. The reason why it worked in the first place, that line, was because I had no intention no agenda, I just said it because I was in the moment and that's why it worked. There was no ultimatum, there was no outcome that I was thinking of and that's where a lot of people get trapped. They get like this outcome. I know a lot of the time it might be an energy, you might be super high energy, it works and you're like, this is great. And there's an old adage to it too, which is what old becomes new, what new becomes old, right? So you might have, it might have been successful one time in your life where you were super high energy, you were thinking about the outcome, you were or doing everything, and then you've tried it over and over again expecting the same outcome, and that's taken you away from here, the now, the present. So if I was, it was like, if I was trying to see the now and the present, I would really try to sit in this moment. So a great exercise you could do, you could do this if you're listening in the car, in your room or anything, is sit and name all the things, the sounds that are occurring right now. So right now we're next to a beach, so you got the waves crashing. You got the birds, the crabs crawling on the ground, and you got the insects, some wind, so I want you to try right now. Think about the things that are happening in your world right now that you're not paying attention to. That you're thinking, I've got to get all this value from Sam. I've got to get this, this is so important. You know, because it's going to help me here and here and here. But what's going on here, like right now? Stuff the, stuff the future, basically. You can be so wrapped up in where you're going that you forget to be here in the now.
so wrapped up in the things that are going to come that the things that are in front of you, you don't even take for granted. So wrapped up in the things that you're excited about that you know when you're going to get them, they're not going to even feel the same. I'll give you a great example. When I, when I came to the Gold Coast, I had a couple of things that were on my agenda that I wanted to do. I wanted to really like, you know, be part of the, the group of the Gold Coast. I wanted to do all these things. And I was so wrapped up in it that it was the, the bees end and end all. Every time I'd go out and do these things, that, that was that goal, that I wanted to get that goal. And it took me about four years to accomplish that. But it was funny, when I actually got that goal, I, I was a different person when I got it. And it actually didn't mean anything to me. Because the person that was going to get those things that four past year, four-year-old Sam again was looking at, he didn't realize how much he had to level up to get those things. And the person that he leveled up to didn't care, care about those goals anymore. It's kind of interesting. I was like, when I did it, I was like, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> I don't even care about it. It's just another thing to me. But four, past year, four years ago, Sam would have like craved to idolize this. And so we forget, we live for those four years. But what it, it kind of got to me was that when I accomplished it, even though it had been a goal of mine, it, it brought me to now and I thought, you know, if I continuously live for this end goal, I, I lose the time, I lose everything here. And especially when you're trying to connect with people, especially a girl, girls are very emotional creatures, okay? They're a little bit more emotional than guys. And so if you want to connect emotionally with someone, you can't be somewhere else. You have to be here. It's as, as annoying as like when you're trying to talk to someone and their phone keeps going off. You're like in the middle of a story or you're in the middle of trying to connect with them and it interrupts it. It just breaks the intensity. And so these are the things that you have to, to, to really understand, especially when you're learning how to become present with people. You have to understand that there's a choice you make to be here. There's a choice of being here with the sand flowing, a choice of not worrying how I'm going to edit this video or how I'm going to get anything. There's a, there's a point in your life where you have to be here specifically because this is what levels up your game. This is what really contributes to you becoming a well-rounded, high-value man is your ability to not only be self-aware, not only to be perspicacious, which is being aware of all surroundings, not only be someone that is worth value, identifying value in, in certain circumstances in your life, but be someone that is kind, caring. You know, those things, those things are qualities that you need to have. You can't just be this stubborn asshole all your life because you realize what is it worth in the end of the day if you don't have the people around you. So connections and building connections is a thing in my, in my social life mentoring, my, my mentorship group, where we talk about you're one connection away from your whole life changing. So if you're sleeping on connections and sleeping on the ability to be able to connect with people, you're losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. You're losing potential girls that you could have married, but now are with someone else. You're losing future generations of kids of yours. You're losing so much in your life not knowing how to connect with people. And this is just one area that you could do. 
So when you're talking with someone and you've got that constant dialogue going, what is the best thing to say? Is this funny? And then you get stuck on, is this the right thing? Is there something funnier I could say? You know, that mental chatter that goes on. You have to accept a couple of things. Number one, you have to accept that you will say the wrong thing. You never 100%, even me to this day, I don't say the perfect thing all of the time. I say jokes that don't fall. We actually funny in our last house, we, we had a, 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 it was a, it was a tally where we would say, oh, that's one bad joke for tonight. We're only allowed four. So we'd say, oh, that's two bad jokes for the night. Because when you're having dialogue with, with girls, especially, there's going to be things that don't hit because everyone's humor is different. Everyone's understanding of the world is different. Everyone's intellectual, you know, IQ is different. And so nothing's always going to hit. So you have to be willing and able to accept that you may make mistakes with your conversation ability. You may say the wrong thing. You may offend someone. That's the first thing. So to be present, you have to be willing to accept not saying the perfect thing. Number two, understanding that sure, there's witty lines and witty comments and funny sentences and funny stories. That's all great, but that doesn't get someone to build a connection with you. One story or one witty line or one joke or one opener doesn't build a connection with someone. It doesn't. Sure, it can, be, it can open the door to things. I'm not saying that one line or one witty story or one thing can make someone look differently at you or one first impression, but I'm saying that that's not the quintessential piece for them building a connection with you. That's just one fragment of it. And the third thing that you have to come to accept is silence. Yes, silence. We try to fill the conversation. You can probably tell that the way I run the podcast is, is very fast at the start, so you get hooked, and then we get into the deeper topics, and then it slows down, and then I, I say a lot more things that hit you, hit you energetically, hit you mentally, hit you on your subconscious. And I do that on purpose because, again, I get more comfortable with the silence because what I'm saying actually has purpose, meaning, and it has some weight to it. You have to learn how to become okay with the silence, okay with the person just looking at you and no dialogue being going on. Kind of like this, where I'm just staring at you and you're feeling the intensity. A lot of guys don't like the tension that that causes and they fill it with just nonsense. They fill it with freaking out and anxiety and then they just blurt out something and then they end up offending the girl badly. I know a lot of guys like that. Instead of just being okay with the silence, instead of being okay and energetically feel that I'm a man of value and if I don't feel like talking right this second, we don't have to. When I have something meaningful to say, I will. So it might look like this with a girl. You might be talking, yeah, I know, I was crazy, like high school. There's a wild time, you know? And then it's awkward. You're like, oh God, that's that tension building, right? And when you have something to say, you allow yourself to say it. Instead of freaking out and going, what's the next thing to say? What can I say? What's the question? Because that's when you get into a lot of interview mode. You're just one, two, three, interview, interview, interview. What do you do? Where are you from? Da, 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 da. And it's, it just doesn't, it, it, it makes the girl lose attraction. It makes the client be less trusting in you. It makes your connection go, this, he's a bit weird. 
makes your network, especially when you're dealing with high, high value people, they're gonna feel that energetically, but especially a girl. So you could say, you know, high school was a, a really weird time, you know? You know, I find it interesting. You, there's a lot going on for you in, in your head, I can see it. You know, when, you're, you're, when I'm talking, I can see your mind ticking over. What are you thinking about? Or I could say a compliment being like, you know, I could, I could really tell you're listening. So that could be some connection building or I could say, I'll give you one story, funny story. So when I was a kid and then I'd go off into a story, but I don't try to fill it. I'm not trying to fill the space, I'm not trying to make the conversation because again, if you start to try to want to win the approval of the other person, you are going to lose. By accepting the silence, accepting you're gonna say some crazy stuff and some stuff that doesn't hit, accepting that there's no such thing as a perfect conversation, you will learn that a lot of the time when you're having conversations, when you're, when you're going over and over in different conversations here and, here and there, that you're not trying to win the approval of the other person. You're not trying to gain their love or gain their respect because you're accepted that you know, in one of the podcasts that you listen to with Grant, he talks about the 33 rule, 33% rule. 33% of people are going to love you no matter what. They're going to love you and idolize you. 33% of people are going to be like, eh, he's okay. And 33% are going to hate you. So with, coupled with the acceptance of you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but you, there are going to be people that love you. A lot of the time you can just filter people for that and understand that some people are going to love you. I'm going to try to, you know, make sure that people connect with me but if I'm not someone's cup of tea I'm not someone's cup of tea and move on it's not a rejection it's just that we don't vibe energetically we don't vibe that way so to recap a lot of these stuff is understanding again there's no such thing as the perfect conversation understanding that you can't live in the past or the future when you're here there's things that are on a verbal level, there's things on a subconscious, subcommunication level with your body language, and then an energetic level, and being present with people in the conversation is more an energetic thing. It's being here, it's being present, it's being here, right? Whether I'm teasing you, being like, oh my God, girl, it'll never work out between us. You're too much like my sister, or I'm taking a break from blondes at the moment. Uh, why'd you have to go blonde? I like brunettes. You know, it would never work out between us. You play volleyball and I just like softball, girls. Something like that, you know, just really just teasing, you know, being here. I could say, you know, it's really interesting. I love the dress on you. I reckon that uh, you would suit most sundresses, I reckon. Oh yeah, actually, blah, blah, blah. Could be this, or I could be more intense with my eye contact, just being here. One of the problems that I had was I was all over the place, dancing monkey a little bit. You know, yeah, that's great until I learned how to lock in my eye contact, which is the level of subcommunication, being here, being present. So on a verbal level, being present is all about listening and active listening, asking questions that are interesting, not just verbal diarrhea, just like da 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 question, question, question. On a subcommunication level, it's being here, it's being present, not being a thousand different directions, not like pretending you're on the phone, you know, hypothetically, you're having a conversation and someone's just not there on an energetic level you're feeling like you're here you're not thinking about the past or not thinking about how can I get the girl to do this or how can I get the connection to do that okay it's being here it's being present 
So I want you to take those into the weekend, into anything you're doing, and you'll find that the more you're here, the more people will actually like you, number one. They will get attracted to you, especially girls, and, and number three, they will want to you to be around them. You know, we talk about the seven pillars. This is the big one in naturalness. It's being here, it's being present. You'll find that people will want you around. The more you hang out with them, the more they'll watch you around. I hope you guys like that. And again, if you're looking to level up your status, level up your social circle, leveling up who you are as a person, Social Life Mentoring is my mentorship program that teaches you all of that. We come from a scientific background and we look at where your life is. We look how to level you up, make you more attractive, how to gain you more friends, build your social circle, level you up as a man in your value, become a high value man. So all you gotta do is click the link below, sign up for a call with me and my team, and we'll get things sorted for you. Let's do it. All right, arrivederci.